The last line of Ayin Zayim Beis, we learned that when two Chatseris are separated by ten tefach high wall, we consider Chatseris as completely separated, and they cannot join together in a joint Erev. Each Chatser therefore makes their own Erev, and they cannot pass things from one Chatser to the other. However, if there is a four tefach by four tefach window between the two Chatseris, for example, the Chatseris can now decide to join together in one Erev if they want to, and the same would apply if there are any other ways that you can join these two Chatseris together, a doorway, etc. As an example, we saw if both chateris had a ladder which was four tefach wide on each side of the wall and they can now climb into each other's chatser, that would be enough to combine the chateris since they have halachic access. And our Gemara will continue to give examples as to how you can combine the chateris. Now let's also keep in mind that these dinim will also apply if this item that reduces or minimizes the height of the tenth tefach wall is only on one side of the wall and we will add a residence of that chatser that are on the side of that wall to use the top of the wall as it is now as we explained in yesterday's daf. And we begin the Gemara, Amram Nachman, Amram Bavu, and we continue on Ayin Chesem Nalav. Ziz HaYetzim Nakaisel, Dalal Dalad, V'niyech Lav Sulun Kal Shuv Miyatay. The din is that if you have a ledge or a board or a beam, which is accessible via a sulam that is leaning against this board, and the rungs of the sulam are narrow and not four tvachim wide each, but each rung is within three tvachim of each other, which is love it to each other and love it to the ground, then we consider that you have an access to this ledge and therefore it's mamayed and reduces the height of the wall and it makes the wall less than 10 tfachim as we just explained. But for Loyomar and Elad ladder, we only said this when the ladder is actually leaning against the ledge or against the board because then it's considered like one entity. But if the ladder, for example, is leaning against the wall and it is right next to the ledge, that's not good enough because avuche avuche, that the actual ledge is now considered just widened. Like Rashi says, avuche avuche leziz, and therefore the sulam is not considered like a step to get to the ziz. It's not considered connected. It's not considered it's been made to wall at all. Because now this ziz is completely separated from the ground and you can't look at it as having any ability to be considered that it lowered or it lessened and reduced the height of the wall. And based on this din, we have another din. Since we said that this ledge, if you have a ladder leading up to this ledge, it could be made a wall. Therefore, if you have a wall that's 19 tefachim tall, if you take a ziz and place it right in the center, for example, then it's going to be moderate because you'll only have, for example, nine half tefachim until the ziz first, and then you'll have from the ziz and upwards another nine half tefachim, so you don't have any area where it's more than 10 tefachim, and you have a valid reduction in the wall. However, in order to be mamayit, a wall that's 20 tefachim, then you need two ledges because you have to have enough space that no space would have more than 10 tefachim. Now when it says kaisel esrim, it actually means a kaisel that's more than esrim, because even by 20, if you place it right in the center, the ziz has a, a little bit of a thickness and therefore would actually have less than 10 tefachim below the ziz and less than 10 tefachim above the ziz. So, but if it's, a, for example, 21 tefachim, then of course you would need two zizim in order to be moderate. And Amr Rav Chisra, Rav Chisra says, that the only way that this would work is only if you stagger the two boards or the two ledges in order that the sulam that's placed under it in order to get from one ziz to the other has to be at an angle so it makes it easier to climb from one of these boards to the other board because otherwise it would be impossible or very difficult to climb and that would not be mutter 
and it would not reduce the height of the wall. As the Gemara was discussing the idea of reducing the heights of the wall, Benigea, the din of Eir Chateris, now the Gemara continues with a similar din, Benigea, a Rishusur Yachid. So Amr Rafun, Rafun says, Amr Rishusuram, it is a pillar in Rishusuram, Gavaya Asar Barachavabar, which is 10 Tvachim high, and it's 4 Tvachim by 4 Tvachim wide, which officially is Rishusur Yachid, because anything that's in Rishusuram, that's 10 Tvachim high, and 4 by 4 is considered its own Rishus, and that's considered Rishusur Yachid. And therefore, if you carry from the Rishus Ram and place something onto this area, or you take something from this Rishus Yachid and carry it into Rishus Ram, you'd be Ivan Isidraisa. But Benad Ba Yesed calls you, and then you place in it, or you knocked into it, a peg that's even very small. Miyatai, it now says that this area of 4x4 is not 4x4 anymore because you have the peg that's disrupting the usage of the top of this pillar by having something which is blocking your ability to use it, and therefore it becomes a Makabtur. Because as we know, any item which is over three tefachim that's in Rishus Rabbim and any Rishus which is above that area and then it's not four by four, that's considered like a Makkah Ptor. Think about a fire hydrant or something like that, which everyone knows is considered a Makkah Ptor. So Rav Huna is saying if you take something and take from Rishus Rabbim and go and place it onto this pillar, you're not going to be even listed to Raisa because you're actually placing it on a Makkah Ptor. And the same thing, if you take something from the Amud, from the pillar, and you move it into Rishus Rabbim, you're not going to be over anything because you're moving something from Makkah into Rishus Rabbim, which of course is not Asa Deraisa and it's not even Asa Midrabbanon. Rabbi says in that, that the only time we said this in is not when it's a small peg, it's not something which is culture like Rabbi says, it has to be that the peg is at least three Tvachim high because if it's less than three Tvachim high, then it's considered like it's at the edge or flat with the pillar and therefore that would not minimize the size of the four by four area and it would still be considered Rishus Yachid. They agree with the words of Rav Huna, even a kolshu, because even though that the peg is not three tefachim high, it's still my time You're still not going to use it, and therefore this pillar is not considered like it's a four by four area that's usable, and that's why it's considered a makom tor. Rav Ashiaba, he is actually machvin. He says no, it's always going to be a rishus because afilu Even if this peg is more than three tefachim, it's still not going to be mine. It's not going to reduce the size of the four by four area. My time, what's the reason of Ashi? Because Efshir the Tali Bemidi. You can hang something off of this hook, off this, of this peg, and therefore it still has some tashmish, even though it might have the tashmish that you might need for 4x4, four four. generally you place things on it, but since you can hang something from it, so therefore it's still a usable area, and the din would be that it's still a Rishus Yachar, and it would be either a if you carry something from this pillar into the Rishus or vice versa. So I'm going to back a Rabashi, Maloi Kula be saved this barrel. That's very nice if you had one peg. Then you said that you can hang something so it has some use. But so let's say instead you filled up the area with you say this and you can't really use it for anything. What would you say about that din? Our Malay, so Rav Ashi responds to Rav Acha Braidrava and he says, Did you not hear the din of Rabbechran, which is similar to this idea? And based on this din of Rabbechran, I would still hold that this area is still considered Rishish Yachin, and if not Mamayat, you don't reduce the height of the wall based on having multiple pegs there. What's the din of Rabbechran? The Rabbechran said, if you have a pit that's less than 10 Tfachim deep, for example, let's say it was 5 Tfachim deep, but then you took the dirt from the actual bar that you dug and you placed it on its ledge and now formed a bank which was 5 Tfachim high. Now you have a bar that from the top of the bank of this dirt that you placed there is actually 10 Tfachim deep and it also is now 4 Tfachim wide. The din is that that's considered Rishus Yachin and therefore, if you place something even on the bank of the bar, it's considered like you place something onto Rishus Yachin. But frankly, you 
using the actual four tfachim of the bottom of the bar, you're using the bank of the bar, and the bank of the bar is a very small area, and therefore it's not a four by four area, so why should that area be considered Rishus Yachid? You're going to have to say the Pshat is the Manach Midu Mishtamish, that the way you actually could be Mishtamish with it is since Lamaisa, the width of the bar is four by four tfachim, therefore if you take a plank, for example, and you stretch it from one side of the top of the bar to the other side, you'll have an area that you can be Mishtamish based on four by four tfachim, and that's why it's considered Rishus Yachid over there. In our case also, Zokab Ashi, even though there are pegs on it, and you can't actually use the surface of this pillar anymore, but if you stretch on top of it a piece of cloth or some sort of a board, then you'll be able to mishtamish it. It still has four by four tvachim, and therefore Avashi holds by placing a peg there, or even placing multiple pegs there, it does not reduce the height of the wall or the height of this pillar, and it's still considered a Rishus Yachid. And the Gemara goes back to the dinim of a Chatzah Benegayed Din of Erev Chatzeris and the separation of walls. So I'm Rabbi Damashwal, Kaisal Asara, Sarach Sulam Asara Asalatirai. Then if you have a Kaisal which is ten Tvachamai and it separates two Chatzeris, the din is that you need to have a ladder which is fourteen Tvachim high in order to be moderate. Why is that? Because if you'd have a ten Tvach ladder, then the only way to climb the wall was directly, completely vertical and it would be straight up, it would be very difficult to climb that and very dangerous. And therefore, the only way that we moderate Lafi Shmuel is if the Sulam is actually on an angle which is convenient and usable in order to be able to climb that wall, which he says is 14 Tvachim. Rashi points out, you move it away from the wall, 4 Tvachim, and then you lead it on the wall, it will reach to the top of the wall. Now that's not really correct, because the if you do the angles and you figure it out, it'd actually be above the wall. And I entices Sarach Sulam Abbas Latir, it's not correct. Like we know, a diagonal is 1.4 times the amount of a side, and therefore, if you make it an exact square of 10 by 10, and then you make that be the diagonal, will be the sulam, then it'll be 14 tvachim, will be exactly the shit that you need. And that's how Tyson explains all of the different Gemaras that we're going to say in a moment, and I entice us to understand that exactly. But the point of the Gemara is that you can't have the fear of Yudah Mishmuel, a actual sulam that is completely vertical to the wall as that is not a convenient way to use the ladder and therefore you have to have it on an angle but the main point is that it has to reach to the top of the wall in order to make it accessible to the other side of the wall and of course the other side of the wall will also have to have such a ladder as we explained before. Now Rabbi Yezah says even if the, the ladder would be 13 and a little bit that would be fine because it would get you within one tafakh of the top of the wall and that is also enough to be considered an access point to the other side to the other chatzah and it would be considered that both chatzahs are now together and you can make one Arab. Abayama Abayama says that you don't need 13 you don't need 14 you need 11 and a little bit because then you'd reach to the point which is within three tfachim of the top of the wall and then we have the regular din of Lovud that says that it's close enough to be considered as if we're at the top of the wall. He says that you can actually go and use a ladder which is completely vertical therefore he argues on these three Amrayim because he says that it actually could be a straight ladder. And number two, he says, like the din of a buyer, that it could be up to a point where it gets to love it. And therefore, once you have a ladder, which is seven and a mashu, since you have now reached
reach within three tefachim of the wall. Therefore, lavid would kick in and it would be considered like you reduced it and you have access to the other side and therefore both chatzeris are now considered as one and you can make one Erev. Rav, Rav said, Rav says, I say that a sulam, which is completely vertical, is something which works and that's something I have a Kabbalah from Rabbeim, but I'm not sure exactly what the reason is. And I'm a Shmuel, Shmuel says back to Rav, do you not know the reason for this idea that a sulam could even be straight up? Now, he called him Abba. Why did he call him Abba? There are three Pshatim. Either because he called him Abba as a derech covered like a chaveri, like my friend, or because he was much older than him, therefore he called him Abba. And the Pashat Pshat is that Rav's name was actually Abba. Like we find in some Gemaras, they call him Abba Aricha, the tall Abba. And Shmuel says, I'll tell you the reason. Just like the Gemara we had yesterday, where there was a platform on top of a platform, and we said over there that it could even be one on top of the other. So you see over there that it could be completely vertical and it's not a problem. It's considered a valid method of reducing the height of a wall. And keep in mind that even though Shmuel said that this is the Svara, Shmuel for sure doesn't hold it that. Like Tais points out, I'll leave it to Rav, but Shmuel says it's only with Rav. Shmuel was good for the one who said that you need a Sulam, which is 14 Tvachim long, as we just learned two moments ago. The din is that if you have a large chunk of the trunk of a palm tree which is used as a step stool or a bench and you want to use that to reduce the height of the wall it does not have to be permanently attached into the ground because my time since it's so heavy therefore it's something which people generally won't move away and therefore it's considered like it's kavua and it reduces the height of a wall. The same thing when you have a sulam in bubble which was a very heavy ladder, you don't have to attach it to the ground again because it's so heavy, therefore it's considered kavua and no one will move it now Rashi points out by the palm tree any part of a tree is muksan chavis, but Rashi says since it's something that's davanitol, because Torah is clear and the ruin lomayshav, it's right to sit on therefore of course it's not muksan, but I feel that no one will come and remove them and therefore it's considered kavua, and the Gemara points out then one that said it ladders, of course, by the column because they're even heavier, but the one who said it, the dark deco, but they would disagree with the din of Rabbi Yisif, the name Rabbi Isha, because Salamis aren't as heavy, and therefore over there there's a potential that people will move it on Shabbos, and it's not considered a reduction in the height of a wall. What would be the din if you have two Salamis, which are not four Tvachim wide, which each one was actually less than two Tvachim, and therefore between both of them would be put them right next to each other, it would still not be four tefachim wide, and then in order to make it four tefachim wide, you place straw rungs in between, so you had some sort of a weak rung that was placed at the same level as the actual sulam, what would be the din is this considered good enough, and it's considered four tefachim wide, and it would reduce the height of the wall, our Malay responded, in as Rashi points out, the main way to climb up a ladder is in the center of the ladder, and since the middle of the ladder is formed out of straw, which is not straw, Strong enough for a person to step on, therefore that's not considered a good enough ladder to admire the height of the wall. The Gemara says, What happens if it would actually be straw from each side of the ladder and in the middle of the ladder would actually be a real sulam? It would be strong enough to carry a person. What would be the din in that case? In that case, we would consider it that it's a good enough ladder because since that's where I step on and the middle of the ladder is strong enough for me to use as my ladder, that would be good enough. I, the other side, 
side is not Fort Fachim because you still have Kashin, you still have straw on the right and left, that is a place where you can still use as valid extensions because you could grip them as you go up the ladder for hand grips that are going to be strong enough. We turn to if you have a narrow ladder and you chiseled into the wall next to each rung in order to widen the rung and make it four tefachim wide, how high does that ladder have to go? And the Gemara says, as Rashi explains it, that the ladder itself has to be ten tefachim high at the point where you had these areas which you carved out, but above that, then the ladder still has to continue till the top of the wall in order to minimize and consider that you have access to the other side of the wall, but you don't have to have the chiseled area to be a total of four tefachim wide. That's the way Rashi learns. And Tyson asks a question, Rashi, and therefore he explains, What the Gemara meant was that you have to have a maximum amount of ten tefachim above the ladder itself in order to be considered that this is valid and it reduces the height of the wall because all you have is less than ten tefachim above that area. What happens if you chisel into the wall the entire amount and you don't have any ladder at all? It's all chiseled into the wall. What would be the din in that case? You have to have the chisels and that area which you made as rungs within the wall itself up to the top of the, la- of the wall and it cannot be only up to 10 tefachim like Rashi or till 10 tefachim beneath the top of the wall. That would not be good enough. You have to go up to the top of the wall. What's the difference between having a ladder there and chiseling some part or actually chiseling the entire form of a ladder into the wall itself? The difference is like Rashi says if you have a sulam at least that's going to the top of the wall to some degree then it's easy enough to keep to the top of the wall but there's another din that you have to have an opening there has to be some connection between two chateris and you need something which is four tefachim wide by ten tefachim high forms an opening but in this case where you chisel the actual ladder into the wall it's not so easy to climb it and therefore you need it to go all the way to the top of the wall it has to be four tefachim wide and going the entire area up the entire wall. What if there's a tree right next to the wall and you made that and used that as your ladder? What would be a din? We have the Shiloh coined to the side of Rabbi and a coined to Rabbanan because we have a din that an Elon is generally also to use on Shabbos. As we know, it's muksa to climb on a tree. And the Gemara says, When did Rabbi say a din? When did Rabbi say a din? That you allowed to actually place your air in a tree and it's considered like it's a good air, even though you can't be mishtamish be ilan on Shabbos because it's muksa, but the air tchumen takes effect at Banish Mashas. And during Banish Mashas, of course, it is muksa to be mishtamish be ilan because it's only a Suffolk Lila and therefore we weren't guys mishum shvus, and that's why the air tchumen could take effect. But the negated din of air of chateris, it has to be that we connect these two chateris for the entire day by the fact they have access between them. And therefore, since you don't have access between them through this tree because the tree is also to go on and to use this tree on Shabbos, therefore it's not considered Pesach and L'Chaira, this shouldn't work for the din of Erev Chatzeris. But the Gemara is on the other side. According to Rabbanan, it's still considered Pesach. You can't say that in Metzias that you don't have an access point. You're right, you can't use it on Shabbos, but that's a separate reason. It's almost like you have a lion in front of a doorway that you can't get through to the other side of the Chatzah. Now, it's not a problem. Really, there is a doorway. Just as a side point, why I can't access it. So therefore, but again, the din of Erev Chatzeris, we're still going to look at it as if there's a Pesach, and therefore we look at it that the two Chatzeris are connected, and we can make one Erev between the two Chatzeris. And the Gemara now has 
a second shadow which is very similar. If you use an Avedizara tree that is also banar and you use that as your ladder between the two chateris, what would be a din? This would be based on the machalikas between Rabbiuda and Rabbiuda. According to Rabbiuda, what would be a din? I'm kind of like a Rabbiuda Hassam. Maybe Rabbiuda said his din over there that you can use a base akvaris which is also banar to make your air of Tchumen because the mutalikas bias be surinah, you're allowed to be coined the bias be surinah, el Hassam, the boss of the kernel air. Over there, we only need again Beinash Mashas. The rest of the time, I don't care if it's around, I don't care if it actually gets lost because my Eir Tchumen takes effect right at Beinash Mashas. And therefore, as we explained in that Gemara also, Rabbi Yehud is of the opinion that you can't make an Eir Tchumen only for Dvar Mitzvah and Mitzvah's Labla had the new. And therefore, there's no problem using the basic Kvaris, which is also Banah, to be kind of your Eir Tchumen. But Lechari Rabbi Yehud would say over here, since it's Eir Chatzeris and Eir Chatzeris is made for your Hanah, and it's not for Dvar Mitzvah, and therefore it's an actual Hanah, then he would also agree that you can't use a Sulam that is made out of an Asherah as your access point in order to combine two Chateris for the dinner of Eir Chateris. And what's the second side? We have the same Svar over here. All you're doing is making an actual Pesach. Is there an access point? There is an actual access point because you have that Asherah or a Sulam over here that connects the two Chateris. Even though that there's a side point because it's Asubana, but that's almost like having a lion in front of a doorway that's not giving you an access point into the doorway, into the other chatzah, and that's not something that Lechera should be a chesarin in making these two chatzahs considered as one chatzah. And on these two questions, the Gemara actually has three responses. Ambalei, Rabbi, who responds to Rabbi Yisav, Elam, Mutav, Asher, Asura. Benegei, Elam, we're going to say it's Mutav, but Benegei, Asher, it's also bad, no, it's going to be also. Master Rav Chista, and that Rav Chista says, Ad Rabba, Elam, she is a Shabbos, Goyim, Loi, Nisa, on Elam, Lemaisa, the reason why you can't access this ladder is because it's Muksa. Therefore, on Shabbos, you shouldn't be able to use this as your Eretz Chumen. The reason why the Asher is also is because of a din of Avedizara, that has nothing to do with Shabbos. That's, you could understand, we could compare it to a lion standing in front of it. It's a side issue that you're having that you don't have access, but it really is a physical access, even though halachically we can't use it. It's Menami Ki Asuravid, Amra Blazar, Amrullah, Amra Bo, Amra Bechon, Kosha is a Shabbos going like also. If it's based on Isha Shabbos that causes you that you can't use this item, then it's asses. But if the isa comes to a side thing, then it's going to be mutter. And the third side of the Gemara is Rav Nachman Yitzchak Masni Hachi. Elon plucked Rabbi Rabban. The Elon is actually between Rabbi Rabban. You said before that everyone would agree either to one side. The din is no, of course. It's actually based on exact machlekes between Rabbi Rabban. Benegayer air of Truman, as we said before, if you guys mishum shvus benesh mashes or you're not, according to Rabbi, both by air of Truman and air of Chaseres, we're going to say you're not going to be guys benesh mashes, and therefore it's going to be fine, according to Rabbi would be geyser because it's also and it's considered muksa. Therefore, there's no difference between shmashas or not, and it's going to be also in both cases. And I share your plucked Rabbi Durabanon by the din of Avedizara. You take a ladder of Avedizara that would be based on the same achleikas of Rabbi Durabanon benegayar erev tchumen. If you could use something which is also bana for erev chateres or not, according to Rabbi Durabanon, you can. According to Rabbanon, you cannot. And we'll stop over here.